Hey, Venue 12, we are with you on the newest uh, V12 podcast, I guess is what we're calling it, but we are going over the airwaves because we can't get together, and we're just so glad that uh, that you guys get to be with us whenever you're listening to this thing. This will come out on Thursday, and you have all week to listen to it and then discuss it with your huddle, and so yeah, we hope this is useful and good for you guys. We've been talking about stewardship and just how to be good managers of what God's given us, and so we're in week two of that. And we're going to be talking about how to use our talents and abilities well for that. And, you know, JY wasn't available today because um, he's doing the online teacher thing now. So I had to go out and find someone else to do this with me, someone who has some talents and some abilities. And so I thought instead of telling you who it is, I would let them come on here and see if you could figure it out. So uh, mystery guest, why don't you welcome yourself into the podcast? Hello, uh, Venue 12. Um just want to say I'm happy to be here. I'm glad I get to spend time with Jordan and um, the people getting to listen to this throughout the next week. Um, I am glad that Jordan got to drive a few miles south of Emporia to get to see me. Um, I know it's always a great time when I get to be here, so uh, thank you. Okay, our mystery guest. Do you think they know who it is? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd hope so, but... <laughs> Uh, we are, we got, we, we came down south to Olpe. We're with Kendon Robert today. So Kendon is sitting in and he is going to chat with us. So Kendon, thanks for being here, man. I'm really, yeah. we were just talking before this, like we're just excited to do it and hang out. And so Kendon, it's really cool having you here, man. So, um, just want to do a really quick review of kind of what we hit last week, just to make sure we've got it. We just talked about being good stewards, good managers of what God has given us. And our verses were Psalm 24, one, in which we just talked about how everything is God's ultimately. And then in Matthew 25, we heard the parable of the good managers and just were reminded that um, the things we have, we're to use them for God's glory and not our own because he's going to come back one day and we have to give an account of how we used what he gave us. And so um, those were kind of the main, the main points that we hit. So this week, like I said, we're talking about our talents and our abilities. And, uh, you know, there are certain talents that we're just born with. There are certain things we're just born with. Um, like Kinden, for instance, is a great, you know, rapper, probably. I don't know if he is or not. But, you know, he has talents and abilities. He was born with. We all do. And then there are also things that the Holy Spirit bestows upon us when we give our lives to Christ. And these are called spiritual gifts. Um, but it doesn't matter. We're, we're called to use our talents and our abilities, um, both for the body of Christ, along with our spiritual gifts. Um, so it doesn't really matter. Um, if it's from the Holy Spirit or if it's just something you were born with, we're to, we're to use everything that God gives us for his glory and for his name and for his body. And, uh, and so that's kind of what we're chatting about today. And so, Kendon, uh, as we kind of start off here, I just I wanted to hear from you, what are some natural like talents and abilities that you feel like you were just born with, just stuff you are naturally good at? Okay, um... I would have to say I've probably been gifted um, in the athletic department. Um, I feel like I've um, it's always came kind of um, naturally to me. I would say um, I'm also I'm a pretty good, pretty social person. I feel like I don't struggle with like you know giving a speech or um, you know talking to someone on the phone I haven't talked to in a really long time. So, um, but I would say when we talk about spiritual gifts, I would say that God has really blessed me with leadership. Um, that's something that's always came pretty natural to me also. 
Um, I would say, you know, an example, we hadn't had a baseball program at Olpe for years. I don't want to say 30 years because I'm probably wrong, but it's been a long time. Um, and then the first year I was elected a team captain for that. Um, this year I was hoping that we would have gotten to play some baseball, but um, it doesn't always go that way. But absolutely. Yeah, so you, you talked about a, some natural gifts you have and then also some spiritual gifts that the Lord has given you. And so the Bible talks about giving believers spiritual gifts a few places. It it talks about it in Romans 12 and Ephesians 4, 1 Corinthians 12. Those are just a few spots. There, there are a few more. But um, but yeah, you mentioned leadership as one, and I absolutely see that in you. I also, um, I think I see service in you, man, whenever there's something to be done, just like this, like you're giving up time to do this. Um, but I, it's not just this. There's other things too. I see you with a really just service-oriented heart, and uh, so I think that's something God has given you too, for sure, man. But beyond that, we also want to know, like, do you have any weird talents or abilities that, like, I don't know, aren't that useful but are kind of cool? Weird talents. Okay, so as Jordan mentioned earlier, rapping, and that is definitely not it. I am not gifted in that department, but I would say a weird talent is that my shoulders are double-jointed, and I can jump rope with my with my arms it i can go all the way around in a full circle i did not (laughs) i did not know that that's pretty wild you told me your elbow your shoulders are double jointed but i did not know about the jump rope thing i wish this was video so we could oh i wish you guys could see right now oh wait hold he's on the desk okay he's he is literally he is literally jump roping over his own arms wow okay well we're gonna put that video out later but um Okay, yeah, that's a great weird talent. My weird talent, mine's not that weird, but it's not that useful. I just, I'm good at making sandwiches. Like, if you need a, a quality sub sandwich made, I know how to make it. I know what we need. I know the order of the ingredients. I'm passionate about it. So I don't know if that's that useful, but that's me. But the thing, Kinden, about these talents and abilities and even the gifts the Holy Spirit gives us is sometimes we're really tempted to use them for our own glory, right? Like for our own name. And and I for sure feel that. I feel the temptation to want to be the man, to want to make things about myself. And so, um, I don't know, man, do you ever feel that? Um, yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, athleticism is a great example. I um, have kind of a story to it. I feel like in clutch games, like for football or a rivalry game, you know, if it comes down to close and then you lose. Like when we lost to Centralia last year, playoff football, we lost by two. They went, ended up winning state, but we had the opportunity and then uh, we didn't get it. But I feel like it's not necessarily being, you know, <clears throat> prideful or wanting to wanting that for yourself, but it's almost being selfish of the moment or wanting to take credit for, oh, if I would have just made that catch, then we would have won the game or... So I feel like, you know, it's definitely a team effort, so you can't put that on yourself, but that's, I feel like the selfishness, I mean, you just kind of have to, um, you know, it's God's gift that he gave to you, so using that gift for him, but when, but you can't take um, credit for something that you, that obviously wasn't yours. Yeah, and so I think we both agree, and you guys listening probably agree with this too, that it is really tempting, just like Kendon said, to use those things for your own gain. But the truth is that if we can zoom out, right, and we can observe what it looks like when the body of Christ uses our gifts to exalt one another, it is so 
clear that it's that it's it's way better than if we were to use these things for ourselves. Um, it's almost like God has designed us like a puzzle, and that every piece it fits together well, right? And the things that we're able to do together, just like you said, perfectly, the things we're able to do together, they way outweigh anything we could do by ourselves. Um, that's so true, man. So, but tell me this: um, can you can you think of a time when you kind of blew it like when you had the opportunity to make it about team but you kind of made it about yourself or you kind of like stole the spotlight like we all have stories of not getting it right so like do you have one of those for us um i would say it kind of goes along with my example i used earlier with the centralia football game i did feel like i put that a little bit on me we were on offense late third quarter and we were down by eight and I had a fade route right up the middle and the free safety, they were in a cover three, so he was gonna have to choose and he didn't choose me, kind of hurt, but I, the ball was thrown to me and I did not make the catch. And I felt like at that time, that would have been a huge turning point in the game and could have led us to maybe a little bit more success in that moment. So I feel like I um, wasn't right by trying to put that on myself that was more um selfishness shown there so i feel like that could have been handled differently because it was a more of a team effort for sure so yeah yeah it's easy to get caught up in that mindset of it being more about us so i think we've all been there can you think of just quickly like a story where the team really shined where like you um and your teammates kind of put the goal above everything else and ego kind of took a back seat and you were able to see like how good it can be when we work together right so i play a lot of football so football uh, examples come up a lot so here's another one um we were playing against i'm not gonna call out their school but we were projected to lose by a touchdown or two this was early in the season their school's probably big 3a and we're 1a um and we went in and won 42 to 0 um, and at that time I had three touchdowns, 220 rushing yards. So I, and that was a time where I could have taken that for myself, but when I was congratulated on my more or less performance, um, it was, the credit was more due to the team. And because I cannot run the ball, I'm a running back. I cannot run the ball without linemen to block for me. So I feel like it was definitely more of the linemen that, um, deserved the credit for that. So um, and they got it. So, yeah, that's a great example. And you, you know, you've talked about football, and that really is like the ultimate team sport. Because, like you said, if if one person doesn't do their job, then the whole thing's not going to work. So, those are right. great, great examples, man. So, I, I kind of want to bring it back here because with this situation we're in right now, with, um, you know, pandemic is never a word I thought I would use in my life. Like, is what we're going through, but that's where we're at, and just kind of the fear and the anxiety. And the nervousness that is spreading with this thing, it really is a perfect situation. It's a prime time for the body of Christ to really flex all of our different talents and skills and to bring, uh, not to bring, to build everybody up um, like by using those talents and those skills and to really like bring the least of these along and to bless them too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's the perfect opportunity for all of us to come together and use our different talents um, for the good of the whole. And, and just an example of this, I, I see a, a group of students already who have started a group and their goal is to like organize meals for people in the community. 
Um, I know there are people in our church who are already volunteering to take groceries and medicine to people who can't get out. So like, we're already starting to see this. We're already starting to see the body of Christ. You, you know, people come together, they use different talents and abilities uh, just to glorify God and not make it about themselves, which is something that we we are absolutely made for and absolutely need to be doing. So I have a few verses that explain this really well. And actually, these are verses that I've memorized in the last couple of weeks with Caleb Hollenbeck. And so I'm going to try and say them. I'm covering up my cards, uh, Kenan can see. I'm going to try and say them from memory. Um, so let's see if I can do it. So first, Peter 4.10 says, um, I can never remember the first word. Oh yeah, based. Uh, based on the gift. <laughs> based on the gift that each one of you is given, use them to serve others um, as good managers of the varied grace of God. And then Romans 12, 4 and 5 says, just as the body has many parts and no part has the same purpose, so it is with the body of Christ because we are individually members of one body and we all belong to one another. And what those verses are saying is that God so desires for us to take what we've been given and to use it um, for Christ's body and not for ourselves. So um, that's the ideal. But Kindon, honestly, when we look around the world, that's not really what we see. Like we see people making it about themselves. We see people um, putting themselves ahead of others. And we, I mean, I don't want to say the world's like that because we are like that. I am like that too. But my question to you is like, why is that? such a big temptation, even for believers in Christ, why is it still so hard for us to not want to put ourselves first? Um, I would say um, it's such a big temptation because there are so many temptations. And I feel like everything that you do, like it doesn't matter. I mean, you could be playing PlayStation, you know, at the park playing basketball. Um, it's the way that you um, let God flow through you in that moment. And I feel like when people try to make those moments about themselves, um, that's when God is not being flown or going through you, I guess. So, um, I feel like when you are in those situations, it's good for you to, um, really express not just, I mean, your personality, but how you, but your relationship with God as well. Because that will be seen through your actions and whatever you're doing. So Yeah, no, you're right on it, man. I think that's exactly right. And the truth is that honestly, we feel the most joy when we use our resources to lift others and not ourselves. Um, if you're at home and you're taking notes, which I hope you are, write that down. Uh, we feel the most joy when we use our resources to lift others and not ourselves. And a, a perfect example of this, man, I, uh, I don't know if if it's because Garen was talking about El, El Capitan, the the rock formation in, in Yellowstone, like during a sermon, but I've been watching those documentaries with Katie this week. And in one documentary, this guy, his name's Tommy Caldwell, he he basically climbed this one section of El Capitan called the Dawn Wall, which is like no one's climbed it because it's, it's just too hard. And so basically he endeavored to climb it. He had a partner named Kevin Jorgensen and... The long, the you know, long story short is there's this one section that was super hard, and Tommy finally got it, but Kevin couldn't get it, and so Tommy went on a little ways. Um, he was gonna finish, but he stopped, and he he said, "I don't care how long it takes, I'm not gonna finish until my partner completes this too." And so he went back down and he helped his partner. I think it took like several days for this guy to get across this part. But um, he said, "It's not worth it to do it by myself. It really is only gonna be a victory if we." 
do it all together. Um, and I think it's just a perfect example of like what the body of Christ should be. It's not about me succeeding. It's not about my name or my abilities getting flaunted. Man, it is so about the name of Jesus. It is so about us coming together. So, uh, Kendon, my question to you in that is, have you ever had a similar experience like where success was going to be so much sweeter if it was accomplished as a group instead of an individual? Right. I would say um, third football example of the <laughs> recording so far. Um, going to state football my sophomore year, I feel like that was definitely something that was that was way better of an experience because we did it together. It definitely was not experienced as just a one-man show. I mean, I really feel like we had one of our better players with Blaine Hendricks, and he got hurt during playoff football. We had a lot of kids step up. We all were really working together. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what got us there. So that was definitely a moment that was way better because we all got to enjoy that um, as a team. So, Dude, I'm loving all these football uh, <laughs> stories you're throwing in. That's Because I don't, you know, I don't have any sports right now. So, like, this is the most I've gotten to talk about sports in, like, two weeks. This is really good for my soul. I'm glad you're here. Um, I, I want us to turn, if you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis 12, and we're just going to do one verse, Genesis 12, too, but this is about Abraham and how God calls Abraham, and, and he was a figure who absolutely had God's favor and his blessing, but it's so clear that God gave him those things so that he could bless others. He didn't bless Abraham for himself. He did it so he could bless others, and so in... in Genesis 12, 2, God's talking and he says this. He says, I will make you into a great nation. Uh, I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. And that last part is just so key. He says, man, I'm going to do these things for you. You're gonna, your name's going to be made great. Um, you're going to be blessed in a lot of ways. But the truth is that I'm doing it to bless others. I'm not doing it just to bless you. And Abraham realized the things that God had given him were actually for somebody else right? Um, that's why he was able to be used by God. And, and guys, we have to realize that too. We have to realize that the things we're able to do, the abilities, the gifts we've been given, they're only being used to their full potential if we're using them to improve the lives of others, um, if we're using them to build the kingdom. Because if we are keeping our gifts for ourselves, we're wasting it, right? Because like we said a puzzle before, you are one puzzle piece. If you are just using your gifts for you, um, one puzzle piece is not nearly as impressive, not nearly as useful as the whole puzzle. And so it, we've just got to get to this point where we realize, and I think in our heads we get it, but just in our hearts, like really knowing deep down that, man, everything I have to offer, it's not really for me. It's really for somebody else. And just holding all of our, our talents and abilities and our gifts with open hands and saying, God, this is for you. Like however you want to use it, um, I'm going to let you do that. Okay. Uh, I haven't let you talk in a little bit. What do you, I mean, do you think that's true? Do you see, do you see like any application in your life or I don't know? Give me some feedback on that. Um, I just definitely believe in this, the reality of this story and how it relates to us. I feel like the success that you have, um, it doesn't matter what your ability is. Everybody has something that they're good at, you know? So I feel like when you are recognized for that and you are, people are seeing the success that you're having. I feel like that's where if you are taking credit for that when it is God that is working through you because he gave you that ability, then that is how it becomes more of a waste because you know God is I mean, he's the man. He 
does he's the one that that presented you in the position that you are to have that gift so yeah absolutely um so we feel the most joy when we use our gifts to live others up not when we just elevate ourselves and actually we're living the way that god intended us to when we lift others up and actually we are fulfilling the design that we were made for when we live others up and so um you know you weren't made to exalt yourself there's a reason that you know, in culture, we see people exalting themselves and making it about themselves. There's a reason that there's burnout. There's a reason that, that no one has ever found anything deeply fulfilling outside of knowing Jesus Christ, and it's because you weren't designed to be enough, right? You need to plug into something bigger. You need to contribute to something bigger. Um, I just think it's really beautiful how God designed that. And guys, there's, there's a huge opportunity before us right now that we can actually show the world not just tell them, but really show the world that Jesus Christ is about healing and he's about restoration, that he's about caring for the vulnerable, that he is about um, providing peace in the midst of chaos. And, and I know that this is a scary time. I know that it's a dark time. I know that it's a disappointing time and an uncertain time. But guys, one thing we got to remember is that that is absolutely the stage that God uses to do his work. I mean, if you think about it, every single time that God has done something big, were things going well? The answer is absolutely not. Definitely not. I mean, whether it was settling the promised land for the Israelites, um, the coming of Jesus, the growth of the early church in Jerusalem, God was doing all these things. He made all those things happen in the middle of really terrible situations. And guys, that's just kind of how God rolls. Like, when it all hits the fan, when it seems like everything is unraveling, you know that God's up to something because that's the stage that he uses to do his work. And so I just want to encourage all our students out there that this is not a time of contemplation. This is a time of innovation, that this is not a time to take a rest, but this is a time to spring into action because God is going to use this coronavirus situation to do something big. And it's really just about whether or not we are willing to contribute our talents and jump on and play a role with him because he is moving. He is doing big things. I've already listed a few ways that he is, even in our community, making himself more known. And, and so it's not about if it's going to happen. It's about if we are going to jump in and contribute and play a role. So guys, I, I encourage all of you who are listening to get together with your friends, to talk about the needs the community is facing, because that's all I hear is, man, our community needs this, or these people are being left out, or man, this section of Emporia is really hurting. Discuss those things and then figure out new ways to do the restorative work of Jesus. Because the whole world, guess what? You, you've heard it. You've been on social media. You've heard the news. You've heard your, your parents talking. What I'm hearing right now is that there is darkness, that there is confusion, that there is a, a lot of disillusionment. But what the world needs isn't more of that. It's a, it's a group of Jesus followers who are willing to innovate and to come together and to be about it, right? So let's not just be a group who's going to talk about it, who's going to talk about the restorative work of Jesus. Let's be a group who's going to be about it. So once again, just encourage you, get together, talk about the needs, talk about what can be done, and don't save the world, but just take a small step in this community. What can I do? Can I prepare meals? Can I visit people? Um, or call, maybe, maybe not visit, but you know, call people who are lonely. Or I mean, I don't know what it is, but your generation is so creative, um, and they're so good at that. 
And so I just encourage you guys in that. Okay, I talked a lot. You, you get the last word, man. What would you say to these students who are listening, who are looking to innovate, who are looking to play a role in God's kingdom? Um, what's, what's your word to them? Um, I would say that for me especially, um, I'd say since leadership is something that comes more naturally to me, I feel like this would be a great time to um, not only kind of keep yourself in check, but work on the things that you can show through you with your relationship with God to, because if people are watching you and they're seeing things you're doing, you know, they listen to what you say. So I feel like this is a great time to just, you know, think about those, the type of things that you can work on for other people to see that that's being expressed through you with um, your relationship with God. For sure. So, okay. If, if any of these students, um, they want to innovate, they want to figure out ways to do stuff, but they're not sure how and they, you're a resource they can reach out to. They can text you and you will be, I mean, you're, you're with them on this? Absolutely. Absolutely. I am always there. You're not just like the great Oz behind the curtain. You're like, you know, you're, you're really about it, right? Yes. Uh, whenever <laughs> I am not asleep. <laughs> uh, what's your average wake-up time these days? Ooh. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's probably like 9.15. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a good life. That's really good. Hang on to that as long as you can, man. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to close this out because we are about out of time here. But guys, we're so glad that you're with us. We're so glad that you are adjusting your schedule to to hear um, from God. Not not that it's about me or Kenton or anybody, but it's really about hearing God's voice. So thank you for being with us. Um, I feel like we're kind of finding our groove with this. Uh, I definitely lost my train of thought a few times today. Uh, Kendon didn't, he sounded great, but you know, I'm still finding my, my way, but I think it's getting slowly better. So a few really quick reminders before we go. Um, first of all, you know, after listening to all these lessons online, make sure that you are checking in with your huddle the following Wednesday to discuss it via zoom, because it's good that you hear this, but the real growth, the real good stuff actually happens, uh, when you get to talk about it. So make sure you do that. And last night, you know, this is Thursday. So last night you guys would have had your Zoom huddle group. So I hope those all went really well. Uh, other thing, hey, we are starting a new reading plan on version. You can find it on Facebook or on the Venue 12 Instagram bio. And it started, this is Thursday. So it started yesterday, but you can jump in anytime. And I'm going to keep those going um, as long as people want to do them with me. And the last one is make sure that you are meeting with your life group via Zoom. And if you are not in a life group, if you were too busy previously or didn't work out and your life has suddenly opened up, then we would love to have you. So if you want to jump into a life group um, on Zoom, uh, just let me know. You can get a hold of me anyway, and I would be happy to put you in a group, and it would be awesome, and they would love to have you too. So we are a little bit over time. Kendon, you get the last word, man. Take us out. Um, Just one thing that I'd like to throw out to you guys. Stay tuned for this summer, especially because when this is all over, my hair and Jordan's hair will be even longer than it was the last time that you saw us. And we do have a surprise coming with that. So with that being the last word, just be prepared. Let's go. Can't beat that. Peace out.